Donald Trump has been officially booked in Georgia on charges of attempting to overturn his 2020 election defeat in the state. This is the mugshot released by Fulton County Sheriff's Office, and we can expect to see a lot more before the next election. The former president and the frontrunner for the Republican Party nomination in 2024 arrived in Atlanta earlier to protesters and supporters before surrendering himself to the authorities. Our North America correspondent Sean Dilley reports. A snapshot in history. This is the first mugshot ever taken of anyone accused of committing crimes as US president. It's not the first time Donald Trump has been booked, but in his three other criminal cases, he's been excused photographing. He is, after all, one of the most recognizable people on the planet. Fulton County Sheriff said that Donald Trump would be treated like any other prisoner. But if you look over my shoulder here, you can see certainly the security operation is huge. Police vehicles, helicopters, drones for blocks around the jail. Now, part of that is because he is a former president. Part of that is down to the protesters and counter-protesters. These Donald Trump supporters, among those who believe in the face of all of the evidence to the contrary, that Joe Biden lost the last election. For these Trump supporters, yeah. it's all part of a sinister plot to rob him of the White House. The rights of Americans are being stripped away. Today is one of the most obvious, obvious versions of it that are going on while we're putting a former president in jail. He firmly believed, like we do too, the election was not fair, was not transparent, it's lack of integrity. Don, if Donald Trump was laying on the beach right now, on his beach, playing golf, this wouldn't be happening behind us. How do you know that? I know it for a fact. How? Because I'm an intelligent person. Others celebrated. How will history remember Donald Trump? As a criminal, and hopefully a convicted criminal, if for some reason he gets to be president because the dumb people in this country who are not using their brain cells elect him, I am going to fight against it for the next four years. I'm hoping that this gets recorded in history. I'm hoping that this is one of the last times that we have to hear from this individual and the people that he represents, but um, I'm not sure that it will be. Donald Trump entered the jailhouse just after 7.30 p.m. local time. He was technically in custody for less than half an hour, released on a $200,000 bond. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. This will be a day America remembers. The first of a kind photograph destined for museum walls and the history books. Sean Dilley, BBC News in Fulton County, Georgia. Let's go live to Washington now, to Atlanta rather. And Sean Dilley is there where he's been following all the developments. Hi, Sean. Um, you spoke to quite a lot of people outside the court, Hi. a lot of supporters, Trump supporters. What do you think it will do in terms of his base support? Will it make any difference, this latest arrest? Well, very few of the people who turned up to the jail today were Republicans saying, do you know, what? I'm slightly undecided about this. So those who turn up were there either to support him and there were people who weren't Republican voters, as we heard in our report there. But what was interesting, I was wandering around with uh, my colleagues, Ron, um, and um, I, at the time we were, particularly when we were filming one of the interviews, um, we kind of had somebody come up on our position. They were quite angry that we were chatting um, and, and, and sort of asking questions and challenging uh, the fact that many of the people there believe, despite all of the evidence of the country, that Joe Biden lost the last election. So it's really quite an extraordinary position for all of us to be in. 
Yeah, and what was Donald Trump's reaction to having her, his photo taken now, one that, as you said in your report, will go down in history? He said he, well, I mean, certainly if you look at it, he's very angry, right? But he said that it was a travesty that he was there in the first place. It was deeply uncomfortable. Um, he said that uh, it was uncomfortable because he said he didn't do anything uh, wrong in that circumstance. Um, but, you know, clearly on the one hand, he says, well, when we get indicted, I do really well. On the other hand, he says it's a bad thing. It probably is a little bit of a conflict for him because he knows that next year uh, he has all of these court dates at the time when he's running for the Republican Party nomination to be president. Um, and so to, you know, to that extent, never before with his other three criminal cases have we seen quite so close uh, behind the scenes. Now, to some people that might damage uh, the former president's reputation and to others, it seems to enhance it. OK, Sean, thank you very much. Well, let's get more on this and speak with Karen Morrison, Professor of Law at Georgia State University, who joins us live now from Atlanta. Welcome to you, Karen. Good to have you with us. Donald Trump's fourth arrest in five months over criminal charges. Bring us up to date on where we're at, where he's at legally now. So legally where he's at is he is um, about to get arraigned, which means basically he's going to um, plead not guilty to the charges, and um, effectively the the judge will set a schedule for the for the Georgia case. Um, but he's now facing a lot ninety one criminal charges one way or another. So um, it's it's uh, it's a difficult position he's in. Yeah, and what do you make of his comments after his arrest, insisting that he believed he was entitled to challenge the result of a vote, which is what this arrest is all about. Right. Well, he's been saying the same thing for two years now at this point. So um, he's absolutely correct that it's fine. You know, he has every right, just like any American, to challenge uh, the results of the election. But he did that in court. Um, here he's being charged with um, basically interfering with the secretary of state of Georgia, um, making, uh, you know, putting pressure on him to try to find him 11,000 votes so that he could overturn the result. Um, he's also charged with racketeering, which basically just means getting a whole bunch of people together and committing uh, a series of crimes. So typically this is used for, uh, or this used to be used for mob cases, but um, it, it's a pretty serious charge to bring against anybody, let alone a former president. And there are a number of other co-defendants in this case, aren't they? How will that play out? Will they get their cases heard earlier? And if so, what impact could that have on him and his case? Well, normally they're all going to be tried at the same time. But what will really happen will be that some will um, drop out one way or another. They will either plead guilty or they may end up um, cooperating with the DA, the district attorney. Um, so I think as time goes on, there is going to be a lot of pressure on his co-defendants financially, as well as um, sort of legally. Uh, a lot of them are not are white collar people. They're lawyers. They're um, part po political party operatives. They are not used to facing jail time. And so they may be put in a position where they feel like it might be better to actually cooperate than try to tough it out. So, as I was saying, uh, fourth arrest in five months, so many cases, 91 criminal charges, as you said, to date against him. Just how much effort, money, time is it going to take for him and his team to fight all of these cases? 
Um, I think the short answer is an enormous amount. Um, fortunately for Donald Trump, he has a political action committee, which is able to uh, give him a lot of money. Apparently, he has already spent close to $60 million on legal fees up till now. Legal fees in the U.S. are really expensive, so uh, this is part of it. But you're right. He has dozens of dozens of lawyers, all kinds of um, charges, things in different courts. Um, it's it's going to be a, a very, a very big burden. OK, Karen Morrison, thank you very much uh, for taking us through all that. Let's just show you the tweet that uh, Donald Trump uh, tweeted his first for, I think, a couple of years, actually. Um, they're commenting on giving his reaction to uh, what happened in court today. Well, it's actually not a tweet anymore, is it? It's, it's an X, I think we're calling it. And anyway, plenty more on that on our website as well, of course.